Welcome back, everybody, to Sex and Couples Therapy with the Happy Ending Therapist. I'm Donna Harris-Richards, LICSW, and CST, that's Certified Sex Therapist by ASECT, so I'm your sex-positive sex therapist, and uh, I'm here today to talk all about uh, a year in podcasting with my lovely producer and uh, colleague, Vicki. How you doing, Vic? Hello! Doing well. Hello! Can't believe we've been doing this for over a year at this point. Yeah. Wild. And all like this online. We are still doing this via the computer. We're not together. (laughs) Wow. Amazing. I wonder if it'll be different when we do get together. I'm curious to see how that'll go. Yeah. Like we got together with friends last night. With whom? It's interesting. Um, so I'm just riffing here now, but we got together with friends last night with whom we had gotten together online like this. Right. Mm. Um, and it felt great. It was lovely. This other couple we know, and, um, didn't really feel all that different than being together online, double dating. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Right. Um, So the mission, just very quickly, I always like to state the mission is to help the mission of sex and couples therapy and and family therapy is to help individuals, couples and families all embrace and integrate sex positive thinking into daily life for optimal health, including sexual health and wellness, Um, even, you know, the kids in age appropriate ways. So we go for annual mammograms, gynecological exams and prostate exams for physical sexual health. I feel we owe ourselves checkups on the emotional and mental aspects of sexual health for optimal health and wellness, you know, including everybody in the family, right? Um, so it's not only for individuals who are sort of uh, wanting to explore their orientation, sexual orientation or, or gender identity, but it's also for couples having challenges in terms of either their sexuality or parenting styles or how they view money or issues with in-laws. And, you know, sometimes I have family sessions where the kids are there with the adults and sometimes just a few sessions is very helpful. I mean, I've seen that and that's great. Yeah. Because it gets people listening and talking in a more effective way to to sort of reduce distress. That's wonderful. You know, this is the idea of kind of systems therapy, if you will. Um, The idea that if we're changing the system and making the system better and more efficient by talking and getting people to listen and respond uh, and do differently, then everything's better. And sometimes you just need an outside person to kind of help you look at what's happening and figure out a better path. You know, I think sometimes emotion can get in the way Mm. and having a licensed therapist in the room is just so nice because it's their job to help you unravel the ball of yarn instead of just like Mm. having two of you try to pull from opposite ends and run in opposite directions. Yeah. And, and, and someone who specializes in, you know, how to manage those relationships in very clear ways that are really efficient, you know, someone who gives you ideas and says, try this, try this, or based on what I'm hearing that's working well, let's build on that, or let's take away what doesn't work. Um, And, Mm. you know, for me, I've really, there's been this evolution in understanding that I really am 
an expert in this area. Um, and so, which is kind of what you guys have been trying to tell me from the beginning. And that's <laughs> been a bit of a, an evolution for me to accept that. But but that is true. Uh, and so that's important to, to really be working with someone who's a systemic family therapist or a structural family therapist who understands how to structure things so they work better. So we were going to talk today, I think, about some of the changes over time, right, in, in either podcasting or my practice or both. Yeah, just like a little bit of a year in review. Yeah, 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 which is kind of fun. And I, I like that you you thought of this idea because I, I wouldn't have thought of it. You know, when you're so deep in something, you don't <laughs> see it from the outside so much. So, and that's, there you go. There's a metaphor for, for family therapy, right? Or couples therapy. When you're in it, it's hard to see the forest for the trees. So, yeah. <laughs> so you, Vicki, helped me to come outside of this. Just, you know, send me a bill at the end and uh, happy to pay for your expertise here. <laughs> So, yeah. So I, I went ahead at your suggestion, Vicki, and listened to the first podcast on um, mm. the what to expect in sex and couples therapy. Yeah. And that was a really good idea because it helped me to see what has changed. Right. There's an evolution. Um, and again, so many metaphors here that we can talk about. So just pull me back when I get off track. But the <laughs> metaphor of, of seeing things with new eyes or being curious means sometimes stepping back or, you know, doing more noticing or observing rather than being so attached to what we think is happening. So in you suggesting that, it gave me that opportunity to, to see what is different. So um, for example, one change in my practice is that I no longer take insurance. Um, and that doesn't mean people cannot use their insurance benefits. But one of the things I said in the podcast that is that you'll call my billing company. So I don't have a billing company anymore. So that's that's not going to happen. Um, you know, you'll call and talk to me and they can go on the website and look at my payment details page. Uh, and on the payment details page, it talks about how if people have insurance and they want to use their insurance benefits to see someone outside their network. So I'm a provider outside of all networks now because I'm not, I'm no longer contracted with any insurance company. Um, what they can do is go on my website and read the little drop down menu on the payment details page. And the drop down menu says, wondering how to save on the cost of therapy. And there's a bunch <laughs> of bullet points on there that give you, <clears throat> excuse me, the language uh, for which to uh, ask the questions to your insurance company. For example, ask your insurance company if they cover family therapy. Um, mm. Some insurance companies don't like the term couples therapy or marriage therapy, but they will accept family therapy. And that's what it is. So when two people are in a, a relationship, primary relationship, or you know, even if people are coming in to talk about polyamory or consensual non-monogamy or opening things up, that's, they're still coming in with their partner and partners considered family. Because it's their primary person or partner. And it's your little your little family system. Exactly. That's right. Yep. Yep. That's it. So wondering how to save on the cost of therapy gives great ideas. You can pick up the phone, call your insurance company, see how many sessions they might cover, see uh, what other information they need in order to give you reimbursement, how much would you get reimbursed and all that stuff. Mm. Um, and then what I do is I give now what I do, if folks tell me that they want an invoice, you have to let me know. Um I try usually to remember to ask them, but if I forget, just say, look, I want an invoice so I can submit it to my insurance company so I can get some money back. I'm all for it. Mm. It's great. Um, I do now have a couple of spots for folks when they cannot afford the cost of therapy. Um, they We can talk about that. And, and I do 
do that for people. Um, they tell me what they can afford because it is needed and not everybody can afford it. So um, I'm doing that. And my big mission, my overarching, you know, 10 year, 15 year mission is that someday in the United States, we will have a good working national health care service, like a Medicare for all, affordable care for all, where people do not pay a monthly premium so they can use those funds to pay for the specialization with a trained mm. sexual health specialist or family couples therapist, systems therapist. Yeah. So important, right? I mean, because I'm not only talking about just sex with people, I'm talking about you know, when people have disabilities, how to be connected, have better communication, trust, better sexual health. Uh, when people are aging, uh, you know, there's so much to it uh, that it's a really important, mm, it's really important for people to, to get the treatment that they need. So that's a change. Um, let's see, what else? Oh, yeah. Another thing I noticed that I said in that first podcast was that um, you know, the sex and couples therapy is an opportunity to change how we think. But I, I also want to emphasize that it's it's important to change what we do. Uh, feelings are important, but not as important as we think. You know, the simple metaphor, right? Uh, like, oh yeah. So I was here's what I was thinking about. I was like thinking, okay, so how can I help people understand what I mean? Feelings mm. are important, but not as important as we think. What's just as important is what we do. So one of the ideas I came up with, I struggled with this for years, about <laughs> saving money. I was never really good at saving money, right? So I can think all I want about putting money aside, about saving money. But until I actually do it, I will actually not have more money in my savings account, right? So right. I, can, I can think about it, but if I don't do something different, I won't get something different. You know, maybe this is, you know, obvious stuff, but um, so the emphasis more on doing, not talking so much, although sex and couples therapy, family therapy that I do is all talking. There's no, you know, uh, anything beyond talking really that goes on. I, I do have couples, you know, communicating to each other better, but again, all in the spirit of, of what they're doing is talking. And then there are take home exercises, which I think I mentioned, maybe there's sensate focus. I have them saying and doing things with each other that are different than what they were saying and doing before. So that's, that's part of the homework. Um, let's see. Uh, what else? Oh, so the doing part, I guess can, uh, I, maybe I hesitated to say it then, but I do want to say it now. It can feel a little bit like Pandora's box, right? Like, uh Oh, what am I getting myself into? I'm going to have to go in there mm. and like do stuff that's different. Ugh. A lot of times people <laughs> don't want to do that. Right. So there's usually Ugh, one. I'm going to have to try. Ugh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Make some effort. So there's usually one partner that wants to do this process more than the other. Very typical. It's sort of a, if it's regarding desire, it's desire discrepancy. If it's regarding, uh, trust or communication. There's a discrepancy there, maybe in terms of how much one partner wants to the change versus the other, but that's okay. Um, so, so what I say is that even if it feels like Pandora's box, right? Remember that once uh, Pandora's box was open and all the ills came out, um, underneath was hope. That was the, what was at the bottom of Pandora's box. So that's what sex and couples and family therapy provides, this, this idea that there's hope for better and better all the time. Right? And when we, again, when we do things differently, um, it just feels better. It feels lighter. I know that 
people are meeting their goals because the sessions get shorter. They feel lighter. It's like, okay, no more problems to talk about. Good. Well, great to see you guys. If anything <laughs> comes up in the future, let me know. Yeah. You know, and it, and it's, it sort of matches uh, the metaphor. I think of what insurance companies want in a sense, which is, you know, that's a, that's a complicated thing in that brief therapy, I think is best. You know, when providers are being ethical, so my partner is having knee issues, just had, uh, what do you call it, the knee surgery, meniscus surgery, mm -hmm. um, and was told by the doctor, rightly so, which is really good, that you want to do the least amount of uh, medical, mm, you know, provision or medical, you know, treatment. Um, for the best bang for your buck, essentially, right? So if we if we can get this knee better in, with surgery and then five appointments better than 10, right? Or 10 appointments better than 20, right? You don't want to minimize or skip out on stuff that's important in terms of the, the treatment, but you want to be ethically doing the least amount of practice possible. So if you can, so if you can do it in uh, five to 12 sessions with sex therapy, great. We don't need six or 13 or 20. Now, if it's needed, fine, we do it. Uh, if it's not needed, then it is unethical to be giving more than is needed. So, mm -hmm. and that also, I want people to know that from the get-go because I don't want people to be feeling like, oh God, you know, is there an end to this? Like, cause some people don't really like this process. They don't like the idea of therapy. Um, mm. And so I set it up like this from the start to say it's brief, it's sort of solution focused, uh, it's time limited, and, you know, hopefully you will get what you came for. But that means I'm doing my job and then you are also doing the homework between sessions or the home assignments between sessions. Right? Mm. Everybody has their part to do. Um, so that's something I want to emphasize that maybe I didn't in the first one. Um, and, you know, here's the other thing about podcasting that's been helpful to me. And I want to hear from you, Vicki, too. You know, what what's happened for you in the last year, if anything, from doing this process? I mean, I've really enjoyed working with you. You are. I enjoy working with you, too. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Thanks. I mean, you are bright and curious and intelligent and smart and quick and witty. And you just have so much going for you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> And pretty, too. She's pretty, everybody. Um, so, you know, in in thinking about what this process has been like, and of course, doing it in COVID, you know, online is totally weird. But, you know, that, that's fine. It's It's been, a, we've adapted easily. And that's, that's another point I want to make about humans is that humans can adapt if they need to or want to. Right. Um, so that's why I like to talk about disabilities. And I see disabilities as a strength because people have to quickly adapt. Mm. Um, and I like to frame it that way. Uh, aging. <laughs> we have to adapt to aging or or not. Um, but when we turn a certain age, I feel like celebrating because, you know, I made it. I used to feel like, oh, God, I'm like, you know, I'm 50, I'm 55. Now I feel like, oh, I'm 60. I made it. Yay. I was just talking about ages the other day with one of my friends. I've, I put personally more emphasis on the odd numbers years surrounding the big year. So like 29 oh. and 31, I think are more important than 30 or like whatever. Cause I think you learn more in those two years than the year that everyone puts so much uh, pressure on. Your alternative thinking is just so inspiring. <laughs> I don't 
and we can call it that and you can call it inspiring i think it's that's just great this is how my brain works <laughs> I, I love it i love it but in thinking about the pro- process of podcasting you know it's sort of helped me to organize my own thoughts about certain topics and expound mm. on them and that's been a really interesting thing to experience because it has it's almost been like going back to school again in a way, you know what I mean? You're smiling like you might know what I mean in that if I'm going to be talking about something, I want to make sure I know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Now, people, please write in and tell me if you feel like you don't think I know what I'm talking <laughs> about. I'm, I'm happy to hear and learn, but it really helps. It has helped me review things um, to be fresh again about stuff maybe I haven't talked about or thought about or done in a while. So that's been that's just been great. Um yeah. And, and I'm, I feel, you know, as you could probably tell, I'm very passionate about this work. I love this work. I did this work myself. I, I really want people to know that from the get go that um, it's important for people to know you've sort of waded through these, you know, murky, difficult waters yourself. Um, and these conversations with you have been uh, kind of like a jazz improv. You know, we sort of riff on ideas and create new ones and I think interesting conversations. And, you know, I'm hoping our listeners have been enjoying them and thinking they're interesting, too. We hope so. We always want to hear what everybody has to say about the discussions that we have and, you know, how these podcasts have resonated with you. And I think it's just been really fun, you know, for me on on a little bit more of the admin side of the, the logistics of podcasting, you know, mm-hmm. to, to kind of see how our pro our pro process mm-hmm. has progressed, um, <laughs> right. from when we first started to now and just seeing how everything all fits together and, and listening to everything that you have to say. And like, you know, when we podcast, Donna will send me notes that she wants to talk about before mm-hmm. we podcast. And then I'll get to go and Long research notes. them. <laughs> then I'll go research them and make notes of my own to, for, you know, things to talk about as well. And it's just, yeah. um, it's nice that I like learning from you and, and I hope that other people learn from you as well. So. I hope so too. And it's nice to know that during COVID, you know, switching to telehealth, you're still doing telehealth and that's going Mm. well and Mm -hmm. just, you know, giving people all over the country and all over the world, even options for therapy that they might not have had before. So yeah, I think it's an amazing thing. That's been exciting too, to to learn that people are listening internationally, globally. Mm. Right. I mean, we've got almost, well, maybe we passed it already about 6,000 downloads. I think so. But we, you know, every month we'll, we'll check out the stats of yeah. where people are listening from or downloading from. And it's always fun to see new States, you know, here in the U S popping up or, you know, even new countries and yeah, it's fun. Yeah. We have listeners where, and I don't know, even Greece and yep. We have Greece, we have Australia, we have Indonesia, we have South Korea, we have, um, all across Europe and all of the different, you know, everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Canada. We have a big listening contingent up in Canada, yeah. our neighbors up north. <laughs> and, you know, I've also really enjoyed, I, I, I enjoy doing the ones where I'm preparing for them. Although, you know, it feels like work sometimes, but the work is helpful and important because, again, it keeps me reviewing uh, the subjects. And um, the Ask Donna ones is what I wanted to say. I'm really happy those seem to be doing well. Yeah, they are. And, you know, for anybody that if this is your first time listening, Ask Donna is a segment that we'll do where um, we pull different scenarios that are either, you know, submitted by listeners or um, I have found them, you know, perusing the interwebs um, to to pull different scenarios to talk about. But it's just it's uh, it's really, really nice. 
Yeah, and I really like them because they're sort of fly by the seat of your pants ones. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's I, I they raise my anxiety a little bit. You know, as we know, this you know, sex and couples therapy is quite often about learning how to manage your anxiety, um, how to acclimate to it, how to uh, have better and better coping tools, understand that, you know, worries and fears and anxiety is really normal. Um, so that it raises my anxiety sometimes because I'm like, I hope I answer this correctly um, yeah. <laughs> or you usefully really I, I just try to be mm. useful as much as I can um, and so that's been fun to hear what people have to say what they're curious about so thanks for listening everybody we uh, we see you we appreciate you <laughs> yeah we hear you we, we are reading your questions that you're writing in so we look forward to seeing you again next time uh, or you know Having, being heard. <laughs> we don't see you, but we, you know, you're hearing us and, and we know you're out there. So thanks for joining us again. Vicki, thank you so much for a really fun year. Um, and thanks, thanks to the whole too. team. I can't wait to see what, uh, what the future holds. I think yeah, it'll be fun. Me too. And thank <laughs> you, Justin. He's our wonderful engineer back there. And I've got Melanie on our team and everybody, everybody on the team. Thank you all so much. And thank you everybody out there for listening and joining us once again, if you'd like to Get in contact, please call the office at 508-990-9909. The beautiful website that has been uh, created for me is www.sexandcouplestherapy.com. On Instagram, find me at The Happy Ending Therapist and on Facebook at The Sex and Couples Therapist. And again, everybody make time for pleasure, play, passion. Enjoy until next time. Take care. Bye-bye.